Good morning, good morning, good morning from the beautiful state of Georgia, the peach state that is, of course. Today's date is April 17th, and you are now locked into the Davidka Report. I'm your host, David, and as always, I'm thrilled to have you join me for another engaging, informative, and action-packed conversation. As you know, here in the Davidka Report, we give you a daily dose of the insights coming at you every single day on Spotify and YouTube. So make sure you mark your calendars and carve out some time to join us so we dive into the most important topics and issues impacting our great nation. And hey, while you're at it, don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and turn on those notifications so you never miss an episode. We're also on social media. Be sure to follow us at Cove Podcast Network on Instagram and TikTok to stay up to date with our latest content, behind-the-scenes sneak peeks, and exclusive getaways. All right, my friends. Nonetheless, let's jump into the today's report. All right, folks. Today we have two fascinating articles to dive into. We're going to analyze them, discuss their historical context, and consider both the positive and negative consequences they may have on the United States and the international community. Nonetheless, let's go ahead and get started. First up, we have an article from Fox News discussing Budweiser's new pro-America advertisement that has social media buzz. The ad has received mixed reactions, but one thing is for sure, it has people talking. Now, before we dive into the specifics of the advertisement, it's essential to understand the historical context behind it. Advertising has long been a powerful tool used by companies to promote their products, But in the last few years, we've seen a shift towards companies talking more on specific roles in social and political conversation. And Budweiser is absolutely no exception to this. The ad in question highlights American values and unity, featuring images of national monuments, baseball games, and everyday Americans coming together. Some praise the advertisement for its patriotic message, while others argue that it's an attempt to capitalize on current political sentiments. Dr. Samantha Taylor, a marketing expert from the University of South California, suggested that companies like Budweiser must carefully balance their messages to appeal to a wide range of consumers. Hmm, pretty interesting. She says it's essential to consider both the positive and negative reactions an ad campaign may generate and make informed decisions based on the feedback. Now let's discuss the potential consequences of this ad campaign. On the positive side, the advertisement could inspire a renewed sense of unity and patriotism among Americans. This could, in turn, lead to increased civic engagement and capillaration on pressing issues facing the nation. However, on the negative side, critics argue that using patriotism for marketing purposes can contribute to further polarization. Now, why would there be further polarization if we are just advocating for more patriotism? They say that by tying their brand to a specific political ideology, like transgenderism, companies risk alienating customers who don't share those values. Huh, that is rather interesting. I wonder why all these companies are alienating 99% of the market just to appeal to quite literally less than 1% of the population. All right, whatever. Moving on to the second article. This one comes from Political. And it's all about the potential Republican candidates for the 2024 presidential election. The article provides an extensive list of potential GOP hopefuls, including seasonal politicians, newcomers, and prominent business leaders. As a political scientist, it's crucial to understand the historical context for this upcoming election. The United States has long history for political party shifts and realignments. 
the 2024 election may prove to be another pivotal moment in American politics, as the Republican Party may seek to redefine itself and establish a strong platform for the future. The list of potential candidates is diverse, reflecting the varied perspectives of the party. Some key names include the former Vice President Mike Pence, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, and South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem. With such a broad range of candidates, it's evident that the Republican Party is in a period of self-examination and growth. Now, I want you to take a second and remember, when there was the Democrat primaries in 2020, it was very, very ugly for all the Democrats. You even have a current sitting president who got called out by his vice president during the debates for crazy, crazy things. And that is the same thing that we could possibly hear, uh, see here in the Republican uh, primary. Dr. James Peterson, a political scientist from Georgetown University, suggests that the diversity of candidates may be both an advantage while also being a challenge for the GOP. He explains that while having a wide range of options can make for a more engaging primary process, it can also lead to internal divisions and difficulty in unifying behind a single candidate. As for the potential consequences of this election cycle, there are several factors to consider. A positive one could be the emergence of a new cohesive vision for the Republican Party, one that resonates with the electric and addresses the critical issues facing the nation. This could also lead to a more united and effective government, both domestically and internationally. However, there are some negative consequences that it could include further fragmentation within the party, making it difficult to present a united front against their political rivals. The division could hinder the GOP's ability to enact a meaningful policy changes and impact the United States standing on the global stage. That is why it's so important that we eliminate all the BS and just concentrate on one main thing, how to beat Democrats using good policy. And the best policy that we have seen that majority of Americans agree with is making America great again. America first policy. And there you have it, folks. Thank you for joining us for another great episode of the Davidka Report. I hope you found our analysis to be engaging and thought provocating. Remember, we're always here to provide you with daily insights and discussions. So don't forget to follow us on YouTube and Spotify so you could see these daily podcast updates. And that's not all. Stay connected with us on Instagram and TikTok for our daily cultural and political clips, exclusive content, and much, much more. It's been an absolute pleasure having you with us today, and I'm so excited that you managed to get through the Davidka Report. Until then, and take care, my friends.